or a half of remember when Publix used to sell their lemon cakes yeah. Yeah, half, yeah. Uh, yeah. I get a half of lemon cake mine was once a week mine was Taco Bell for some reason she craved Taco Bell like a motherfucker no I ate it by myself bro when she got hold on when Crystal got pregnant with Chris I weighed probably 155 pounds on a good day by the time Chris was born I was 205 <laughs> <laughs> because look she would always say, first of the first trimester was, oh, I'm so hungry. I want this, this, and this. I get in the car, go get it. Usually it was, it was shells. She wants shell <laughs> shrimp pasta. No problem. I love shell shrimp pasta. Right. So I would get, go order two. Let me get two shrimp pastas. I go pick them up. I bring them back. I open it up. She smell it. I don't want it no more. Done. I guess garlic, just killed. We wasn't making, but like I was making like twelve dollars an hour at the time. She might be making thirteen. We ain't got time. We got money to be wasting food. Y'all still at the bowl, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna eat both of these shits. So you don't want them? I'm gonna eat them then, man. Lunch for tomorrow, and then I need some dessert. So it was either, like I said, lemon cake, half a lemon cake, which or, I would probably murk in a day, or Mrs. Smith out or the freezer. Mrs. Smith, where I would eat half one day and then the half the next day. With so, ice cream on top. So wait a minute. So why were like the a full apple pie? So why were full you eating on. half of an apple pie? I tell I felt like I was eating for three. Mm. Why? I don't know, man. Like my my sweet tooth was out of control. Like the was, first, what the- first six months of her pregnancy, my sweet tooth was out of control. <laughs> it was. I had to have something every day. A whole I had I mean, I so understand back this time we were mid late. Mid twenties, I was twenty seven. Like late twenties, I can get away with that. Get away with half an apple yeah. pie, though, bro. Do you know how good a hot apple pie is? I mean, I understand. That. I understand. Yeah. That. I understand you get understand it out that. of the oven, half. and it still ain't hot enough. Half though, for me, I would still put it. In the I mean, we know you like your food piping hot. You put, put your in the shit in the microwave another minute. four minutes. See, I didn't understand that. Nah, bro. And then, and then you put that cold on. ice cream on top of that hot hot apple pie. And I have to eat it fast enough to where it doesn't melt because I don't want the ice cream to melt. Okay, so I'm gonna go to town. And be done. And by the time I finish, I'm like, it's well, like me eating frosted flakes. I eat fast it as hell because I can't. If can't it gets get soggy, soft, I don't want them. Done it, y'all. Yeah. Y'all, y'all weird. <laughs> but anyway, you let frosted flakes get soft. I mean, I eat cereal at a normal pace. I don't wolf no, it man. down. I, so I, I, I go to work. I'm, I'll, but I eat everything fast. I'd be like, yo, get out of my way. Don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you can't pour it and then like set it down. No, soon as you soon as you soon as that milk hit that wall, the spoons in. Let's go. <laughs> the same way. Damn savages. Damn savages. Nobody would ever know. I'm the same way. But soggy cereal is the oh, worst. Cornflake. Oh man, the worst. The are we talking? Worst. Have we gotten the queue? No, nah, I mean, but we are. You know, oh, my bad. We on. We we live. We live. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> excuse me, my fault. We talking about soggy cereal. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the OG Sports Show. It's your boy Chuck, slow motion, and B. Excuse us, we kind of got kinda, you know a little bit off track, uh, but we appreciate y'all joining us live once again from South Tampa, SVM Studios. We got a uh, fairly packed show. Some good, interesting topics. I would say. Yeah, we're gonna switch it up a little bit, just yeah. a little bit. But obviously, we gotta get into our sports and uh, you know first. So y'all ready to get into it? Yeah, let's yep. do this. All right. Slow what the lick read, bro. What the lick read, week 18. All right. 18 or 19? 19. 19. No, it's 19. 19. 19. Okay. My bad. All right. Man. It's all good. Hey. From eating them. The O in OG. The O stands for old. Oh, yeah. I'm the O in OG. We old. 
Well, uh, we are in the heart of the college football season, still in the first uh, quarter of the NFL season. Got four games in the NFL, and what college we in, what, five? Six. Six games. Wow. A lot of upsets this past Yeah, Saturday. a lot of upsets. Yeah. Um, but Bama stands alone again. But I don't think they're as strong as they're, you, they usually be. The defense is a little bit suspect, but they still good. I'm anticipating that if Alabama and Georgia meet in the SC championship game, that's, yeah, I'm gonna call that's gonna be the game of the century already. At least it's gonna be built up to be. Yeah. If it pans out to be that, we'll see. Georgia has the um they gotta be defensively, Georgia is right be, best in the country. Hands, hands down. down. Best in the country. Just offensively, they gotta start to turn yeah. it up a little because their their schedule is only gonna get tougher. They still gotta play Florida, which even though Florida did just lose to Kentucky. That game in Jacksonville is still going to be it's crazy. still going to be a good oh, game. Yeah. Oh, still yeah. be a good game. Do I think Florida got enough offense to put up, you know, plus fourteen points against Georgia? I don't know. I don't know if anybody does outside of Alabama. Not too many people do. Yeah, not too many people do, especially when you you think about like possible down the line playoff matchups. Alabama, oh, oh everybody's down pretty much across the board. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's down. Um, Clemson, Florida's, Florida's down. Clemson's Clemson obviously down. down. Ohio State's down. You got teams now jockeying for a position that are typically not there. Cincinnati, which I always try right. to tell y'all. Yeah, I told y'all, Cincinnati's one of those teams. Like, this could be their year to make the playoffs. I got faith in them. Yeah. Um, when you look at, it, like, Penn State. Penn State and Iowa, Iowa play this week. That's a top five, top two top five teams. That's going to mm-hmm. determine what happens with either one of their seasons, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know it's still up, up in the air and up open. So it's outside of Alabama. The other four spots are, in my opinion, are not as locked in as they used to be. Well, Texas and Oklahoma is going to be a good test uh, to whether to see if Oklahoma's for real or not. It's going to be sixty to fifty nine, probably. Yeah, it'll be no defense play. So that's going to be this week. That's going to be those two games: Iowa and Penn State, and Texas and Oklahoma are going to probably going to kind of lay the foundation. Probably just kind of either it's going to be decided one of those two teams are going to be like, okay, yeah, we're on our way to the playoff, or it's going to be up in the air again. Because I think if Texas wins, let's say Texas beat Oklahoma, of course they're going to catapult Texas up into you know saying into the top five probably texas i thought they texas 21 right now they're not going they're gonna at least be in the top 10 because they're gonna you know because then they take a loss this season they still undefeated i think they did take a loss yeah they, they lost they so, one. yeah they, texas is not gonna jump up but you know how the ncaa is and the, and the, the media is the it, it's, it's kind of like with michigan and and you know those blue blood schools that the, the college football is way better when texas is in the top 10 you know what i'm saying so they'll be if texas win that game they're gonna Thrust them into the top ten. Yeah, hands it's, down. It's it's a twenty one. They're tw- they're ranked twenty one in Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma's ranked six. So that's that's it'll it'll bump them up to top probably fi- ten, top fifteen. They won't jump top ten. I don't know, man. You know how much you coach you, love Texas. Well, you think about this. Um, Penn State's four hours three. One of those loss. If it's a tough loss, they're not. They gonna, won't, the they won't fall that far. No. Georgia is playing Auburn. Georgia's three. Auburn's eighteen. Let's just say Auburn beats Georgia. Georgia's not gonna fall that far back. So I you're as far as Texas jumping up to like the top 10, I ain't gonna put them in the top 10. Now, top 15, maybe with a with a with a win against the top 10 team. They, they I could see them 15, 16. I'm just thinking that because of like you saw how quickly like Michigan 
they haven't really beaten anybody, but they thrust them up to you know top ten team because they 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 feel like the, like I said, Kyle Spillman was much better if Michigan is doing good and Texas is doing good and you got to have those, a Big Ten in there somewhere, right? Well, I mean, the three teams you got: Michigan State, Michigan, and Ohio State, and Penn State. And Iowa. Is like, Michigan State still undefeated? Yes. We see how they quickly jumped Michigan over them so fast. You know what I'm saying? Michigan was ranked higher. Michigan State was unranked. Yeah. yeah. Michigan was at least in the top 25. Yeah. So they've been there. So I, I can see it. Um, but the three games we're picking from today, those are probably the best three games. And all the other games I looked at, it's, eh, yeah, it's, 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 a, it's okay. I mean, you may see a game that, that's that has it. That's it's just a good game, right? Like yeah. it's close, or somebody wins. It shouldn't. That, yeah, shouldn't. that was like the Oregon Stanford game, right? Um, but Georgia has to, and this is the weekend. They this, always fall into them traps. They, they can if Georgia beats Auburn, I don't see nobody in in the East beating them. I don't see Auburn beating them. I watched Auburn play. Uh, who did they play the other night? LSU. LSU. Mm-hmm. And, and Bowden I mean, obviously, the Johnny Manziel, yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. Based off what they look like against LSU, they don't stand a chance against Georgia. A chance. They're not going to be able to run don't. the ball. And if they, if they, if it's, it's going to be on Bo Nix's arm but or the other cat's arm to win. It's, not gonna it's, play. it's in yeah. Auburn, and like we, Auburn's not a slouch team. Like they made. Make a couple of they mistakes in there, they, they but get they up get up. For oh, they're game. definitely going. This, this a rivalry. How can they? Not, I mean, they're going to get up for the game, but I mean, them cats that that Georgia got up front on that defensive line are just ridiculous, and they stay fresh because they keep rotating. rotating them. I mean, yeah. it don't make no sense how good they are. I don't see the way Bo Nix was running for his life against LSU. Yeah. He really going to run for his life against Georgia. Well, a lot of that stuff he was doing, I was like LSU, man, y'all can't even get this dude to the ground. Yeah, it was embarrassing. It was. But Georgia has to avoid that trap they always fall into every year. Yeah, and this is the week. This is yeah. This is potentially a trap for them yeah, because they they probably not going to get up as much for Auburn as they would for say Florida right, or right. you know one of the other you know bigger SEC teams. So it'd be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching. The Florida State Seminoles have won a game. Hooray! <laughs> right, go no. <laughs> Hooray is all, about is all I can say. And it's sad that we're in October and we just got one. But week. man, it, I'm glad we won the game. I really am. But we looked so bad, bro. Like we still look real, real bad. So who? So okay. So is this? This is an indictment on who? Who's to blame? Because I, I, I clearly think like the years of the down years of recruiting has really left this team in a bad, bad place. Like it's. It's not just it's more, it's coaching. Coaching has something to do with it. Coaching is to me that's what it is. Period. Because this the I'm now we, you know we all coaches and we watch the game a little different, right? I don't know if y'all see the same thing I saw, especially down the stretch. Syracuse defensive backs were playing our receivers about ten to twelve yards off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Big in Florida State for either a quick hitch or a slant. We have, I don't think we ran a slant all season. I don't, I don't <laughs> think it's in the playbook. It, it can't be. It it's probably not. But then, like I said, look at it. I look at it like this. You you've been missing outside of Jameis. We haven't had a quarterback. We haven't had a really had a quarterback. Although, Francois, although, although show flashes, I, I I liked. Francois, I feel like he got a raw deal. I feel like that cat played his heart out. He got hammered too. 
He did, especially you think back to that Mississippi State. I mean, yeah. the old Miss game. Like that dude played his heart out for us. Until I this, he got a bad rap for me, and and this team will take off when the offensive line takes off. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I, I still think they run if, block very well, though. I just don't think that we 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 have the quarterback in place to to you, win games. You for don't. Us. I mean, so so this this team is not one of those teams where um, you don't have an elite quarterback that can overcome other mistakes and missteps along the offensive line. The receivers not showing up like the right. team. That's why I say it's down to recruiting because this this team. I think I seen a graphic somewhere where between like Jimbo's last class and the classes up to North, like last year's class, we half them boys gone. Nobody, nobody's gone. So with that, you don't have a quarterback. Mackenzie Milton, he he's not mobile. Great story, he's not mobile enough. No, Jordan Travis, right? Jordan Travis is not that good of a passer yet, and he can't stay on the field. No. Um. So then that leaves you with Chubba Purdy and Tate Tate Rodemaker. Purdy, he can't stay healthy either. No, and he's young. So, with that, you if if you had an elite offensive line like Georgia, and you can bring in a quarterback that you was a walk on last year, and now he's a backup and, and start a couple of games, cool. But we don't have that elite level deep offensive line period to make things go. I also, I don't have. I just don't. Here's my thing. I don't think that we are that void of talent that so we should look as bad as we look. We are. I don't I see I have a hard time I accepting that. You, I have a hard time accepting that because I don't I don't like for example, I don't believe Michigan State has more talent than us. I don't believe Arkansas has more talent than us. There's a lot of teams that are doing well that I don't believe have more talent. I don't believe Boston College has more talent than Florida State. They just don't. When I look at our offense and the game plan like it's it's elementary. The like play calling has no rhythm. Like we call better plays when we coach the Yellow Jackets for offense than Florida State's calling right now. If I see another bubble screen, I'm gonna lose my mind. They, if it, but if that if that's all that Jordan Travis can do, if that's all you trust him to do is either go deep or throw a bubble screen, then we need to see McKenzie Milton or we need I, to see Chubba. If that's all he can do, bring him I, in for for some gimmick plays, you know, to run run, run the ball a little bit because majority he the running he's doing now. Is off a busted pass plays. So I was once again because I, I keep you know we keep up with them and I I look at stuff. Um, Jordan Travis is their best option. He he is there when he plays and plays the majority of the game. They score thirty some points a game. He is, but I feel like he can create on his feet. Okay, but I so, feel like so we're now, so predictable so, so, with him in there though. Nah, That's the only thing. They. You, and you can look at the stats show when he's in the game, they score 30 points a game. They actually run the ball better because defenses now have to have to account. He's a threat. He's run. a threat on right. the run. Right. So they have to account for him. So now that goes to, well, what other deficiencies do they have? We already know about the offensive line. They've gotten slightly better each the past couple of years. Right. But they still aren't there. That's why Norvell's going and getting these players out of these transfer portal, portals and getting these scenes and starting. So offensively, Jordan Travis is our best option until maybe AJ Duffy comes in, or hopefully, because he's coming in December. Hopefully, he can learn everything and, and make it happen. Don't if sleep he, on the kid. I don't know where the kid's from. Parsons, yeah, Chris Parsons. Don't sleep on that kid either. Everybody's looking. He's at not age. coming till next year though. He's twenty twenty three. He's not twenty. He's twenty three. He's twenty three. Okay. Well, AJ he's, Duffy gonna have to look out. Right. For that so that's kid. what I'm saying. So now you have 
that's why this next recruiting class is important because you have to bring that talent in. And everybody's have, and every one of them got to get on the field. They have well, they have to, but you also have to. I mean, it, it's it looks bad because a is bad and Norvell is he has no choice but to stay the course. I need Florida State fans to understand he's not getting fired this year. They can't afford to fire him. He's not getting fired. They can't afford to fire him. He's going to be there for the term of his. Worse if you do fire him, he will be there for the term of his contract because they can't afford to fire him. We already paid. We already paid Willis seventeen million to go away. We can't pay Mike to go away too. And you mentioned Boston, excuse me, Boston College, NC State, all these other teams who you find it hard to believe are better than Florida State. What's one thing they have in common? Their coaches have been intact three, four, five years, like. It, it's gonna take time. It's, oh, it's, for sure. People need to like you had to readjust your expectations at the beginning of the season, and then after these four losses, we everybody has to look. We may not win three games. We may win three games. We may win four games. That may be it. May not win that. We might win two. But <laughs> there's no we we're at rock bottom, so there's nowhere else to go. Oh yeah. So now, so now, what do you do? You look at. Adam, you know, you unfortunately Adam Fuller and the defense is not getting any better. I think Adam Fuller's been doing better than Dillingham. But because you see, all right, the way they finished the uh Louisville game and then the way they started Syracuse, they, mm-hmm. they finished shitty. The right. defense did. Right. But it, the way we finished the Louisville game, you say, okay, we we getting there. It's promising. But then we went right back to Missing assignments, right? There's always a missed assignment. Somebody's not doing something that more dumb penalty. To me, outside right. of our defensive line, we are suspect as hell. Our linebackers have been playing suspect. We miss Emmett Rice a lot, and to me, Travis J has been a little bit of a disappointment. I think he was hurt last game. He's been a disappointment. Dent's been a disappointment. Like I counted on them two cats a lot. Um, three Brownlee is his name. Yeah, he he should be playing the star. He should not be starting at the corner because he's a much better tackler. That he is a cover, cover right. corner. He should be playing the star so he can be freed up, like like uh, Lamarcus Joyner was, free up, make plays. You know what I'm saying? Rush the pass if you got you play, play, playing space in, in the in the defensive backfield. But he should not be our number one cover corner. I mean, He's the, not sa- that dude. The, the saving grace for me is we still have not played a complete game yet. No. And all these losses, Jacksonville State and Louisville, we are we are one or two plays away from winning those games. So. You know, I, I my expectations are in the toilet, but I, I I can see them getting better each week. This game against North Carolina, we'll see how how they respond and how they react. Maybe they. I hope them. they respond. I hope they, they do too. I well, mean, at least play with some fire. Like, there was, got some get back. There was a few times in, Sy- in the Syracuse game, it looked like they just was like, "Man, is it over yet?" Like, especially yeah. the first half, wasn't it? Like, yeah. especially right before halftime, like, right. "Damn, is this game over yet?" They do like I mean, they were that, just ready to that, call that, it quick. That fumble, that fumble poke he had on the punt on the punt return, that, oh that killed a lot of spirit, man. Because I, I truly believe if if he would have caught that, they would have went went down and scored and put Syracuse away. Yeah. So it's stuff like that for me. It's just like little stuff that keeps popping up. If they can get that cleaned up, like they cleaned the penalties up the last two games. Yeah, I will say if, that. If they, they can some, continue to clean it, and I, I think what they said Norvell did was like every Wednesday, the the week that practices during the weekday, they have refs. So they have refs at practice. So you can clearly tell that kind of helped with yeah. those penalties. So for, I, for the last, what, three years, three, four years, we've been the most penalized. Horrible, in the mm-hmm. horrible. So, so it, it's for me, it's a lack of talent. Um, lack of I, discipline. Lack of discipline. And you're going to go as far as your offensive line takes you offensively in college football. So once these boys – and they're still young. That's why I say Robert Scott, um, Washington <laughs> – 
I mean, but they're they're really playing banged up. Maurice Smith, they're still hurt. But these boys are you think about it, these two second year players. But I'm saying though, you say they banged up and they hurt. So you telling me we that bad? Ain't nobody on that bench? Apparently not. Pope left. Like you down, you're down to when Pope left. So now you're down to Baby on Johnson and Robert Scott, your top two backups. Baby not Robert on. Scott, um Brady Scott. I feel like I played uh, against baby on in high school like he's been, he like, been there for 10 so you, years you seven deep because all the other guys straight at a backup guard that they got two years ago he can't stay healthy to do estes is you know all these all these guys are developed our hearing must be pure garbage he must be because he don't touch the field at all he all must be he's not been there he must be gotta this be. is he gotta be so that's what i'm saying like these you you can't you can't scheme your way out of this hole you got to recruit your way out of this hole. That's just, true, but just play. Just some, and I'll say this, and we'll move on. Just some of the play calling. Sometimes we'll hit them with Corbin, boom, fifteen, boom, twelve, and then let's try reverse now. You know, it's like <laughs> let's throw another bubble let's screen, a bubble screen, or let's get in the wildcat, like, dude. Play action, like it just, yeah, it's just hard to watch. Yeah, let's move on. We'll, spend, right. we'll spend the whole segment on Florida yes. State, NFL. Uh. We're in going up on week five. Um, that badass little kid, man, got his team four or no. Them boys looking tough. They looking real good. <laughs> they looking real good. They looking real good. And he man. just running around and throwing it. Bro, they playing running. defense. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah they that's the difference. I think that's the difference in that team this year than last. And they got a defense. That yeah. whole division, the AFC and the NFC West is tough. It is, man, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a scramble to see who comes out. Like I feel like right now the NFL, especially on both sides, it's kind of wide open, wide open. You know what right. I mean? Because you know the the two, you know, favorites that everybody obviously was, you know, putting their money on the Bucks and the Chiefs. They both, you know, the Chiefs have been kind of off all season. Right? Right. They ain't really found their groove yet. I think the, with the, the Bucks Chiefs, last two weeks have looked a little iffy. Injuries is killing the Bucks and yeah. defensively. And they they just they I didn't hurt. watch the game, but I heard saw people talking crazy about Richard Sherman. Did he look that bad? Was he getting cooked? he didn't look that bad? He didn't look that bad, but he, he just you can tell like, like you, you just came off the street and this your first game and yeah. you started like yeah, <laughs> they was asking a little too much, right? Yeah, but he wasn't getting like he wasn't getting cooked or nothing. He got beat a couple he got times beat a couple times, but it was on slants, but it, he wasn't getting beat deep. Well, well, nobody he's, he's not gonna stay with nobody on the slant, right? So that that's all it was. He wasn't looking that bad, but they lost. Davis went out and Winfield's and, and protocol uh, concussion protocol, along with Jamel Dean and Sean Murphy Bunting still being out. Your top three corners and your safety out. I tell you, man, they should have made. They need to make a trade. Forget trying to find bums off the street that can still play. They need to offer up. I told the I, money though. They strapped. They got to ride this out, man. Man, and I, JPP my, still out. My suggestion was I forgot who I told it to. I might have told it today, but they should offer up Mike Evans. For somebody's top corner in the league, nah, you don't Ooh. think so? They can afford. They can afford to give up Mike Evans. No, they can't. Yeah, they can. He, I mean, he restructured his contract to deal, but that's still a that's he still did. a hard number. It's a hard number, but they can afford. I'm like skill set wise, they can afford to lose him you and give, still be all you right. Give, you give up Chris Godwin because he hasn't reached. He hasn't signed his. That's deal what, yet. but that's what makes him non tradable because because nobody, somebody's gonna have to pay him. Yeah. See, I the mean, Bucks would be better off just him. paying him and letting Mike and trading Mike Evans away. You for can't a top trade corner. Godwin because Godwin has he's, he has the option to jet yeah. after next season. So you lose. Send 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 uh, Mike Evans to Miami for Xavier no, Howard. That, that's not gonna happen. They, they want picks too. 
Oh, like heaven agents. Yeah, <laughs> they not. They not. They're, that offense is going to stay intact because that's what Brady wants. Well, the Bucs Bucks are going to get a break this week because uh, Miami don't have nothing. They're going to be in trouble, though. They ain't even got to start defensive Like, <laughs> like they're going to be in trouble come playoff time when the Rams come to town or we got to go there. Or if we got to play that little badass kid. I, I think um, by the time that does roll around, the team will hopefully be healthy. Be healthy. Um, they need to and hope then so. you'll have like all. Hope nobody else go there. Right, you have right. all these guys who have played and kind of got that experience, and players coming back. So it'll be interesting to see how how the rest of the year turns out for the Bucks, um, even for Kyler Murray because they even for the Cardinals they they're playing tough, but we know it's four four games, five mm-hmm. games, you still got a whole lot of football left oh, to yeah. play. And, and the people are counting kind of counting the Chiefs out because they're struggling a little bit. Right, I think when they get that thing rolling. I think for the Chiefs, they started I, Sunday. I, I think the Chiefs are. This might be the end because you think about all the football they played the last two seasons. They played, they played a, a lot. lot of football. They played a lot. Um, but the but, games they lost were mishaps at the end of the game. Right. So, and that, you know, and you know I'm not, I don't know if y'all saw it today. They, they activated uh, uh, Josh Gordon to the 53 man. How this so keep he, getting chances? <laughs> after, chan- after chance. After How chance good do you have to be to get dismissed? That damn good. Josh for some Gordon, marijuana. Josh Gordon good. You have to be. Excellent. They always get a shot. You, you keep know what, getting a shot. I don't mind him getting a shot. I don't mind it either. because he getting a shot because he can't he can't stay off the weed. So what? No, nah, it ain't it's like more he, than weed. It goes from weed. No, because I think he's left a couple times for like mental health. So it goes from yeah. weed, mental like it, it alternates. The reason why is, he it, ain't, it ain't like he's it ain't like he's beating up a woman in there. Right, but back, think about they bring them cats back. Think about in it. Heartbeat. How I mean, but you sign him and there's a possibility like two he's games in he, Sunday. Okay, there's a possibility <laughs> two games down the road he's done. Now you wasting resources. So that's Could why I be. say, how good do you have to be? But to see the Chiefs can afford to roll that roll the right. dice on them though, because yeah. they, if they lose him, so they're not what? hurting for he's nothing. Not, he's not hurting you know what I'm saying? But right. if he but if he pans out, then right. that's what makes us. Do you imagine how re- think about how ridiculous they would be? I mean, they also got Miko Harbin, they still got your boy uh, Sprinkle, they still got I if mean they, they're loaded. Just if they yeah. got Tyreek, Kelsey, Tyreek on one side, Kelsey in the middle, and Josh going on the other. You still gotta cover me, Cole Hardman, like that. Exactly. It's, I know. It's I, know. I understand. Kelsey kills defense in that middle. It's gonna be unfair. It's gonna be unfair. So I commend them for rolling the dice because, like I said, if it works out, it's it's a win win. They can't lose because I mean, if they if he if he gets high next week and they gotta uh, suspend him again, so what? We not hurting. I mean, speaking of that division, we talking about the cheese, I mean, the Chargers. Chargers looked real good yesterday. Herbert, Herbert, and don't sleep. Also, True. don't sleep. The, the Broncos are going to ruin a couple of people's seasons too now because Teddy been Teddy, Teddy out. Teddy, Teddy out. got knocked he got out. Yeah. He'll be back though. Yeah. But Teddy been playing his ass off, and the Broncos yeah, got a hell of a defense that's, too. That's that's the they're going to ruin some seasons. That's probably the toughest division in 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 the league this between year. them and the the uh, NFC. Uh, what is it? Is it the North that was Seattle and that's uh, the West? That's, that's the West. West. That's the West. Yeah. Them two the toughest divisions in football. Yeah. Yeah, they, that's that's gonna, and be that's why I say it's it's wide open. anybody I feel like anybody can come out of either conference, right? Out of the I mean, and we, and we talk about I know your division four. I know you hate them. I mean, Dallas, they running the ball. Man, Dallas look good, man. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas. As they much run, as I don't, I, as I much as it. I don't want to say yeah. it, they, I mean, Dallas looking like they could go to. Can't Super tell Bowl. they fans nothing. They back in the Super Bowl, man. If y'all let Jerry Jones go to the Super Bowl before he dies, you can be able to tell him shit. Can't the, tell him shit. The way Zeke, the way Zeke and Pollard running the ball though, they look good, man. If that, as long as that defense keep holding, Dan Quinn might be the hire of this offseason. Yeah, if he keeps that defense rolling like they are, Dallas gonna be tough to beat, man. Yeah, they gonna boy, be tough your, to beat. Your boy, your boy, uh, your boy, the rookies balling out. Um, Diggs, Diggs, Trayvon. and um, 
the cat from Penn State, linebacker from Penn State, doing a hell of a job too. Yeah, he's doing a hell of a job too. Can we get into uh the other the 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 oh, controversial yeah. NFL story? Because I was going to go to the AFC South. Let's do it. <laughs> the Owen for Jacksonville Jaguars got my uh Chuck's wife Crystal in here. She's a former, well, she's a Gator fan. Uh, one of her ex coaches. Yeah. Oh, she, who she also resided in Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is hits home for her. My man <laughs> Urban Meyer had a game in Cincinnati on Thursday night. Hey man, it's tough. It's gonna be a tough game. And uh, yeah. Urban game. said, "Yeah, y'all boys, y'all go back to Jacksonville. I'm gonna hang out up in Ohio. <laughs> he wanted to see the grandkids for a little bit. He wanted to see the grandkids. Wanted to see the grandkids. They in Ohio." And he went out and had him a little drink. Tough game, you know what I'm saying? We was up and we lost. So, you know, I need the comfort Victor of my grandchildren. Make from my hands. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Stay back, visit with my grandchildren, make me feel better about myself before I head back to Jacksonville. Went However. To, he went to his own little club bar and grill. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, he Urban said, I just wanted some chicken wings. They told me, hey. You get a free lap dance with these chicken wings? Free lap Come dance. over here and hang out with us. Here's the thing. Okay, so when I saw when I read the story, they said that Urban said that the family went out for dinner, and there was a group next door to where they were right. that wanted to take some pictures. First of all, that sounded like horseshit. That's <laughs> number one, because ain't nobody coming to next door to a restaurant and say, "Hey, Urban Meyer's in there. We might come over and take a few pictures with us." <laughs> He's an Ohio legend. He is, but that's it. Just sounded like some horseshit, and then. It was one thing to see the video of old girl dancing in his lap. But when a, you see that other angle. When you see this, today's video came out. There was another video. I didn't see that one. You ain't see that one? No, I ain't see that one. Oh, man. It wasn't just the dancing that was going on. Urban went bowling. It look, old it look, Urban, it look, I mean, from the original video, it looked like he was. Urban he was, had his hands down. He had, a little, he had a little tick. She might have been ticklish. <laughs> and Urban was trying to see she had a little tickle going on. In a place where you normally wouldn't I, tickle I, a woman I kinda, I was like, in public. I kind of like, I was like, uh, does he have his, is he grabbing on some? Uh, hey is, he, is he, he got his hand in the pocketbook right the now? First, That's what I thought. The first from video. From the first video. I'm like, it just Urban's hand is in between his legs and she's right there. I'm just thinking like. Of the angle, Urban, you see what Urban's hand Urban had doing. his hand in the pocketbook. He was yeah. he was trying you know the, you know the old pocketbook your mama used to have that had the little, little snap. knobs on the snap you had uh, to, you change out of he was trying to twist the pocketbook open. That's what it looked like. To yeah. Me. And Urban said, "Hey man, that's just a lady who was dancing." <laughs> I ain't had that. Urban that. said he had some <laughs> drinks, but Urban was like he had some. Urban else. was juiced. You hear me? <laughs> Urban looked a little. Urban fried. might have had a uh, edible. <laughs> Urban is trying to get fired. Yeah, I'm convinced. Yes, I'm yes, convinced. Yeah, because they, yes. it came out today. They said that Urban canceled the team meeting. Okay, and he just addressed position groups individually. Now, if I gotta give a a, a half-ass apology over some shit that I did wrong, I'm only doing it one time. One time. My man said, "Hey, I ain't getting in front of all you cats at once. Receivers come in to see me. I'm gonna tell y'all what happened." You know, so I'm gonna go down the line, let everybody know what happened. I'm sorry, my bad, shouldn't have done it. They said some reports came out that when he left one of the position groups, that everybody busted out laughing before he could almost get out the door. So he knew they was laughing at him. 
They said all his credibility. He didn't, they said he didn't have much credibility in the first place, yeah. but now it's all it's gone. gone. I mean, friend of the show Kiwi just said um, he's doing it on purpose so he can get fired and not look like a quitter. Did I say that? Yeah. I, I said that. I believe that. Because, see, the thing is with him, you know, his ego made him take this job. Yes. And then when he's like, yo, this this, this is some... Uh, this is some hard shit. This dude. is like playing Alabama every week. <laughs> what did you think? <laughs> oh, and when, we, when I was in the car on the way up here, I saw that somebody asked, I guess a reporter asked him, um, basically, what is he doing? What is he planning to do to get the team ready to play Tennessee? <laughs> this cat said, get on the mold, man. <laughs> he said, I don't think that ball's in my court. Wow. No, he didn't. He said that, um, that's going to be up to the leaders of the team. No, whether he, they can get, whether they have enough trust in the leaders of the team to be prepared he to play. Didn't say that. I, I, wow. I you not. Urban said that ain't, that ain't his. I mean, his body language at the press conference. He ain't look up. Urban was like, "Hey, man, hey, you know, shit happens." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Who in this room ain't had their hands in the pocketbook at the bar? I mean, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, she dancing on me. The pocketbook's right there. It's right there. I was looking for some candy. And then the wife tickle tweet, tickle. Yeah, I'm at home with the grandkids. Well, he's supposed to be well, we supposed to be next door having dinner. Anyway, Urban want he gonna he's gonna be cussing his chest on the sideline next week. If he makes it next week. I don't see him finishing the season. Well, he'll probably finish the season, but he ain't nah, coming back. I think he's done. You think so? Yeah. He would like to be done. I mean, unless Shad when you Con- come out when you come uh, out and say unless Shad Khan is like you gonna you gonna earn his money, bro. When they ask you, are you getting the team? What are you doing to get the team ready? And he said, "That ain't on me." <laughs> Urban Man. is crazy, bro. Hey, I, I feel bad for any Jacksonville fans, but your season is over. Oh man! I mean, um, they the season just because they got Trevor Lawrence on really mean they weren't gonna do. The only team. thing they got to look yeah. forward to is with the first pick in the two thousand. They 2000- got some decent talent on offense, though. Uh, Trevor Lawrence pick, is not that bad either. Oh. With the first pick in the two thousand twenty two. NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select. That's what they got to look forward to. Yeah, that's it. Nothing else. And we've hired a new coach. That's that's it. That's all they got to look forward to. That's pretty bad. But that's what they get for hiring him. Yeah. You know, I I don't feel sorry for him at all. You you could have hired a qualified African American coach that is offensive coordinator of one of the top offenses for this new history for this new Golden Boy rookie quarterback. Why not put him in the hands of? A cat who wasn't good enough. Who's coached? Talking to the mic, man. The folks can't hear you. Why would they not get a dude who's coached? (laughs) Who's coached? uh, A quarterback who's earned a $500 million contract. I mean, I personally, I feel like we need a a good old slow motion uh, F-bomb. I mean, they become synonymous with the show. Yeah. So. Fuck Urban (laughs) Meyer. That's what old girl was trying to do. That's what she was trying to do. <laughs> that would he get for uh bringing Tebow in too. Fuck yeah. him too. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I got the nerve to put T put Tebow on, on TV to talk about Urban and his job security. Man, yeah, yeah. Right. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Well, that's what the lick read. Cool. So we're moving into um what's that? Uh ask NOG. Did we only got one question? We have some other questions. Well, what we, we, we're open. We're introducing a new segment to the show, people. It's called Ask a OG. We've asked for some comments and questions uh, via Twitter. 
we got a few that came in. Uh, well, we got one specifically I know that came in uh, okay. that you bring into the show. That by we referees. Want to, by referees we want to discuss. But we're, we're going to open it up right now. If you're watching with us live, chime in. Give us a question you want us to ask. I want to ask the OGs and we'll get into it. So we can start off with the referee question? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So um, I had a question from a friend, um, Pretty Virgo 85, good friend of ours, of mine. She posed a question like, why are referees, referees, why are they not talked about and are they important? Are they an important part of the game? Um, they are They are a very important part of the game because somebody has to officiate the games. I mean, there are rules. To the there game, are rules. And somebody has somebody to make sure has teams to follow right. the rules. So, so yeah. whether it's an umpire, whether it's referees in basketball, whether it's referees in uh, any other sport, um, they are important now. From what I've researched and what I've seen or what I've read, they they it's a it's a grind because you start off little league pop yeah. Warner games of rec league games and yeah. middle school games and high school games and then you move up to maybe get a chance to you you join a high school association you coach on, you reference high school games maybe you get a chance to get into a a a, a college or NFL league division two ACC Big Twelve and from there you. Just basically have to continue to do a good job because I know what specifically with the NFL, they have scouts and you are asked to join the NFL as a ref. Right, right. And you are asked to be in the union and you have to train. You have to be in some kind of shape. Um, the the top refs, I think the most they can make is $185,000 a year. What? Yes. And they, so they it's just work weekends. Right. It's tiered because you're in a union. Right. Um, so you can. The top guys making 185. I didn't. I didn't look and see what the ceiling was, but um, once the season's over with, they have to. I think one of the guys I, I seen he said it's a part time, full time job right. because once the season's over with, you have to find something else to do. Well, you you find something else to do, but you're always thinking about the NFL, so you have to make sure you stay up on the rules, right? New rule changes and everything like that. Yeah. You have to make sure you kind of stay in some kind of shape. So, right. referees, umpires, whatever, they're crucial in the NBA. Um, it's the same thing. You start off coaching pop pop league, um, other kind of. You start coaching those leagues, middle school, high school, um, basketball. The NBA referees, in order to make it as an NBA referee, you have to be one of the top G League referees. They have to be in more and better shape than anybody because they're running up and down with some of the best athletes in the world. Right. Um, and also too that that's a union. The pay scale is, is, is like tiered and um, they're gone mostly all winter. Yeah. They have more, cause games. They, they have more games. So they travel. Right. More. They can work two or so they're uh, the guy said 20, about 24 to 28 days a month. They're gone from home. Mm-hmm. Their time spent with their family is like during the summer. Yeah. And he's like, you really have you have to stay light. You have to stay slim. Like you think about, it, you don't really see any overweight or big NBA only in baseball. Rifle, only in baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it, man. So why the um a friend of ours uh uh y'all remember Falon the that yeah. ran the Red Sporting Good? We mm-hmm. got that equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he he went all the way up to uh what was USF before they went to the AAC? There was conference USA. Yeah. He went up to Conference USA, and I know he used to still do the chain crew for the Bucks on Sundays. I don't know if he still do that or not, but mm-hmm. he was telling me how once you get 
just to get into a conference is hard. Then when you get into the conference, staying in the conference, right? Because there's competition every year. You're gonna get graded. Yeah, you get graded through that. And what was crazy was he graduated from USF, so he couldn't do no games in the state of Florida. Wow. So uh, that's crazy. But his goal was to get to the NFL. I haven't talked to him in a few years. Okay. I don't know if he ever. He probably just stopped knowing it, but it is serious business. Oh yeah. But that's what the, the, the collective bargaining agreement it was trying to uh get full time NFL referees. And that was the remember when the referees held out? Yeah, had that uh that was the thing they were trying to get to get benefits. Uh because I think I don't think they got benefits, they just got paid. No, they I think they got them now. They got them now, yeah, because yeah. that that the union is like a it's a real union now, yeah. So they got benefits and all that other stuff too. Okay, cool. We got another question up, fellas. It says who uh, the project wants to know who is the best defensive coordinator and why? Uh, I assume college you're talking about or NFL. NFL. College or NFL. I'm assuming he means NFL just, since that's what we just got finished talking about. So we, we can go there first. And if he comes, if he comes back and wants to know college, we can get into that too. Uh, I would say there's a couple that come to mind. We, we talked about a couple of them already. We talked about Dan Quinn. We talked about where we didn't, we didn't specifically bring up Todd Bowles, but I think if we took off, we go off a of pay. Mm. Todd Bowles is the best in the league. I know he makes more money than anybody else. Well, Divas are coordinators and we all been coaches. Um, you can be a sorry defensive coordinator, but if you got athletes, <laughs> you can look great. Oh yeah. Um, sometimes it comes down to scheme to me. The best defensive coordinator is Bill Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick. Can, you see what he did to yeah. Tom Brady Sunday? You seen his son on the sidelines yeah, yeah. like he's, his he's got his mind. Yeah, his son, he got some Bobby. He had some Bobby Brown before the game. He's good coach. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah. he just wearing them headsets. His dad, that's his dad, DJ. But he, he has some Bobby best Brown. defensive coordinator in the NFL to me right now. Here, I'm gonna have to give it to Dan Quinn because the way he turned that trash ass. Dallas defense around. You got two two good rookies come in, and that defense is they're playing pretty good. Um, yeah, he's done a great job. I think they got some. They got they. I think that they the the draft that they had these past couple of years elevated their talent on defense. Obviously, I like Dan Quinn. I like Ty Bowles a lot. Obviously, um, the Bill Raheem he, Morris has been playing. Raheem Morris has yeah. been doing a great job in L.A. He came in and didn't really. Um, I think he said since he came in, he didn't really change a lot of terminology. Right. He came and was like, well, what are y'all doing? And let's improve on that. Which kind of a good coach. Yeah. The Bills defensive coordinator, I don't know who it is. Um, he, he He's praying good. Like the Bills yeah. are kind of, they just laying low. Yeah. And just doing what they do. We would, if we would have talked about college, uh, it's a tough one. I like man, Venables. I like man, Venables look, a lot. Who 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 is Penn State's defensive coordinator? Who is Georgia's? Who is Georgia's defensive coordinator? No, who is who recruits Georgia's defense? <laughs> Kirby Smart. That's what we need. The defense Kirby, Kirby is, 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 is Kirby Smart. Yeah, it's Kirby Smart's philosophy. <clears throat> um, but before we get the next questions, you know my OG side bar real quick. Did y'all? I'm pretty sure you saw the Rams Bucks game. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Did you see Aaron Donald from the three technique run the screen down and tackle the dude in the backfield? Me and her was watching that, and I and I and that was one of you know, every time every now and again we had watched. Well, I, I pause and have a coaching moment with her. 
So I told her, I said, she's looking at that. Butt. She's looking at butts. She's not really worried about. I told butt. her, I said, man, that is how you read a screen right there. I rewinded it back and like, told her from the I three said, tick. I said, you see how he's pursuing the quarterback and he reads the screen and gets off of it and goes and blows that screen she's up. Probably like, yeah, I see. It. She did. I said, mm-hmm. that is it. how you read a screen right there. Yeah. But yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah. My wife saw Aaron Donald with his shirt off, and she did the same thing. Like, who is that? Let me say, that's how she used to Dude do. Dude was like the Incredible Hulk, man. That's what, used, that's what she used to do me with uh, Jason Taylor. Yeah. What's his name again? You know what his goddamn name is. <laughs> <laughs> your ass I'm turning. I'm turning to the other game now. The project wants to know. The project is our boy. He come in here every week and, and give us some, some, what's some. good? What's happening, partner? What's the OG's most embarrassing sports-related story? Ours or like one personal? we've seen? I'm gonna say personal. Personal. I'm, I'm gonna take it personal. So you go. You go first. I'm trying to make it personal. I got several. Mm. Um. Ha. So I think I was like um my my first year in in at high in high school. We went to uh up in St. Leo. They had this uh, shooters camp. So it was a couple guys on the team. We went up to the shooters camp, you know, just showing you technique and all that other stuff. So I'm the guys demonstrating the drill and everybody's sitting down watching. I went up to take a shot. I pooed it. Wow. <laughs> Loud enough for everybody to hear it? Everybody laughed. Wow. That's pretty bad. I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a, like a fart. It was a poo. It was a poo. <laughs> Some air came Some out. Some air came oh, out. I got you, I got you. And they heard it. So that was my, probably my most embarrassing story. Man, mine was, I think it was my, was it my senior year? I think it was my senior year. We played East Bay. I'll never forget this. We were beating the pants off East Bay. It was like, the final score was like 56 to nothing. Okay. East Bay used to be the stat game. Man, we was killing them. And I'll never forget, we blocked the punt. Defense got in and blocked the punt. And our linebacker was able to scoop it, and he's going to score. So my mindset is I'm trying to find somebody to crack back <laughs> while he goes to score. So I peep out my, my victim on the sideline. <laughs> I'm trying to sneak him because, you know what I'm saying, that's the right. best way you get a good crack back. You sneak him. If he sees you, Dang, yeah, it's over. Yeah, yeah. He saw me literally two steps away from him. Clean your ass. When I tell you he cleaned me up so bad, <laughs> I was so embarrassed. The only saving grace I had was that we scored. I also went back and scored on the play. That's the only saving grace I had because I quickly got up and went and celebrated with him. You got it. Film day. On. That white boy cleaned me up so bad. And, and what made it so, what made it even worse was that he yelled, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's rare that I got embarrassed on the football field because I took pride <laughs> in the fact that I was small and you're not gonna get me. You thought you were from the low get man him, always wins, and I'm gonna always be lower than you. You're gonna get him up. Man, that cat saw me like two steps away from him <laughs> and got himself together. It, oh it man. You up, huh? I was so the fact that he yelled, get out of here <laughs> wow. while I'm on my way to the ground. <laughs> wow. That's wow. why it was so bad. But mine, know, I guess, will be uh sophomore yet plant. Just got moved up to varsity, and you know nobody can't tell me shit. You know I'm sophomore on varsity. Hold on, so did, was this like the after y'all JV season was ended? You got no, no, up? no. Before the, I played two JV games and they moved. Yeah, uh, okay. So then uh, we were playing Gaither, and they had a pretty good linebacker. I forgot what his name. And I remember that week they were like, "Yo, when we run our slants, you gotta kind of angle away from the 
drop of the linebacker or this dude to clean your clock. So, right, okay, yeah, you know, you know. So we get in the game. They call the slant play. I said, okay, I'm already got my where I'm gonna be at. I go in there, boom! I go right into that linebacker territory. The ball come, boom! Before you can get your hands on it, my arm was still up. <laughs> all this. You know how they, you get that wind knocked out of you. You're in so paper, but my, my pride can't let me. So I'm getting up and I'm walking back. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to the side. I go say, "I told your ass not to go." <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> that wasn't Man. too bad. All right. Uh, we got another question that came in from uh, Jack. from Jackie. What is a fair salary for a college athlete? That's a great question. Ooh, I that, like that. That's question. a complex question, though. It is because you're gonna have top tier. And the problem with college is that you know every athlete's not on the same level. No, obviously, and every school not. So you got some cats that are gonna make more than others. Mm -hmm. Like for example, the, the jit from uh from uh. Alabama, the quarterback from Alabama, I think mm -hmm. he's got like a million dollar plus deal or whatever. And mm -hmm. then the jit from um Oregon, Thibodeau. I mean, I saw him uh, one week with a whole bunch of diamond rings on and a <laughs> chunk around his neck and a diamond watch. <laughs> when the kicker probably ain't getting too much of nothing. No, no. Uh, so I think I think I think it should be based upon the value that that athlete brings to the to the institution. Yeah. Mm. For example, I think about I always think about when I think we start when this. NIL stuff start coming up. I start, I start thinking about like past athletes, like Rocket Ishmael, and mm. uh, even as far back as Marcus Dupree at Oklahoma. Mm. They was they would had a song run, Marcus run. They right, were selling right. T-shirts and jerseys, getting sold out, but they didn't get a dime of that money. Bo Jackson. So I feel like yeah, yeah so I feel like yeah. it should be based off of what they so, bring to the institution. <clears throat> if you had to put a if you had to put a number to it, what's what's your base salary? Keeping them out. Let's say everybody has a full scholarship. I say. A hundred thousand, hundred, at money. least. They they because you think about what they bring to the institution. You not institute, not every institution is bringing that. True, that's why I say no. Uh, we talk, yeah. Well, that's why I say. So if you want to do an average about, then I say sixty to seventy. Then I say if I'm, let's say, if, for example, if I'm a start, let's say if I'm a starting quarterback at Oklahoma, they're gonna sell a shit ton of jerseys, jerseys. With, my, with my number on, right? You well, know what I'm saying the nil now, you get you you can you can get that. I need to get a cut of that money. Right. You know what I'm saying. That's why I say it should be based off of. But they can get away with it by not putting your name on the back. I, True, but I, they know that that's me. That right. They buying. I say you know scholarships worth now the the absorbent amount amount um, that college tuition is uh, thirty uh, thirty five to fifty thousand dollars depending on the school uh, per year for a but kid. But you know once you hit forty thousand, take your scholarship away. That's oh, the rule. Once four, you hit forty thousand, well, oh wow! So then we say yeah, your scholarship is gone. Once so you then hit 40, on, on top of what you're getting, thirty thousand is fine with me. On top of the scholarship, on you top of the scholarship. 30, so you're not going to lose your scholarship. So let's say you're getting twenty five to thirty thousand mm -hmm. dollars every year. That's a nice little piece of change. Well, I so say yeah, tuition times two. That's a, that's a good. I like that. Double but, double the tuition. So whatever the tuition but is, then, double like, that. People at Vanderbilt. But think about my scenario. Like I said, if I'm the if I'm the starting quarterback at Oklahoma and y'all sell like what uh, like. Your boy uh, uh Spencer Rattler. He's they, 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 I'm sure they've sold seven. tons of number seven jerseys. He should get a cut of that. Yeah. And I'm sure that cut will probably be more than twenty five, thirty thousand dollars because them, them jerseys what a hundred dollars a piece. Yeah, hundred dollars yeah. a piece. So he should they he should get a cut of that bread. You know what I'm saying? I think like I said, I think it's it, 
it's it's it won't be on it won't be fair because you know what I'm saying it's based off individual. If I say if I is it based off individual, it's not gonna be fair because like I said, the kicker ain't gonna or the 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 fifteenth softball player right. at the school is not gonna make the same money that the starting quarterback no. gonna make. I say you 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 average all the all the uh tuitions of each institution and pay them the average of, of that. I like so every, what, every every NCAA member school, um, whatever that you add the tuition up for each school, you average it out, and that's what each player gets on top of the scholarship. I like what Miami is doing because I know De'Aaron King has helped. Like he's he's getting deals like for the entire team. You know what I'm saying? I think it's another school who did the same thing where everybody got a cut of a certain deal. Mm. I like that, but at the same time, I mean, it's hard not to be kind of selfish in those situations. Like I said, like I said, if I am the starting quarterback at Notre Dame or Oklahoma or Texas right. or Alabama, you know what I'm saying? I should be I, getting a little bit more bread. I just like a, I just like a hard number for the, for those those walk on guys who may not True. be on scholarship, right? Or the guys who are on scholarship and they they just their third fourth string. You out there putting your body on the line. So on top of an education that you're getting, you should be able, some something should be set aside to you. Or you could tier it. Yeah, you first could. year, second. You know what I'm saying? You can. I mean, when you when you leave, you should have right. some kind of nest egg. True that. Because not everybody know. going to the league. Right. No. No. And you did put your body on the line for the institution and gave up your time. And True that. Exactly. But that was a good question, though, Jackie. Appreciate that. Was that it? I think that's it for our questions. That's all we got right now? Yep. Cool. Y'all ready to move on? Let's move on. Yeah. All right, everybody. I know what time it is. It's time for What You Own. Now, this week, we are going forward. We're going to kind of switch it up. So we talked about um, not uh, along with music we're gonna now do movies and i think we say every once in a while we'll do current albums instead of 2005 we may pick one or two albums before and we may have a day where we'll discuss current events right we may have a time where we'll discuss what? some kind of current events Jalen smith sorry um so this week we are going to give you three we're gonna give you some classic movies yeah um this this is going to be interesting because y'all seen the Martin episode and y'all seen how we got down with that. <laughs> right. So this one here is you, you know especially when you do your movie. Right. So who so wants to start movie. us off? I'll go. Uh my movie actually I'm taking three of them. Because it was a trilogy. And it was this Mafia saga of the Godfather. I have zero input. <laughs> I can't believe you. That's the sad part. You've never seen this movie. I've never seen it. Sorry, man. I just three. If you would say I've never seen three, okay. Yeah, I'll give you three. I haven't seen any. One or one and two. I haven't. I haven't watched five minutes of the guy. Wow. There's a lot of movies I've started and just like "Eh, I don't feel like watching the rest. Have you ever seen the the version where they do all three? It's like seven hours long. Yeah. And they mix it and do from beginning Mm to oh, when they do it in chronological chronological. Yeah, it's dope. So and they, they have a lot two, of they go two one right and three yeah sounds, sounds interesting but you have to understand like it's, it's if you could watch goodfellas i'm not being sarcastic i'm that yeah. does sound interesting i'm just i'm being for real <laughs> I I am. Line, i'm not i'm not playing i am i just i've never seen so it you but... get you get the son that is su- i'm sorry this is your movie you get the son <laughs> that is sucked into the lifestyle he wasn't even trying to be in he was a soldier i don't know what the hell you're talking about michael coleone man Coleone was i've heard in. the name before <laughs> al pacino I know who Al Pacino is. Was Al Pacino? Yeah. Al, yeah. He wasn't even. He wasn't even. He was a soldier. He wasn't sucked into the life. Brian uh, Piccolo. 
<laughs> James Conn. James Conn was his brother who was in the life. Daddy, I know who Brian Piccolo is. Daddy yeah. passes away. The guy that played the coach in the how was Jay, how was James Conn in a in a movie? In like the movie? Yeah, that's what started it off. It don't get much wider. He's the, he's the hothead takes over after his father dies. Is he playing an Italian? He yes. Sicilian. Get the. I already don't want. I don't want to watch it. It's good. You, James Conn as an Italian is not even believable. He dies, and he Michael should. Michael gets sucked in because now he has the exact revenge. Is Michael, it's least, is Michael Al Pacino. Italian in real life? Al Pacino. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's a it's a, it's a vent it's it's a tale of revenge. They've lost me with James Conn as an Italian. No, he, if he you see him in if his movie, movie like, okay. yo, you you wouldn't think the same dude twice. that his ankles broke on misery is a damn Italian in a mob movie. Yeah, he was younger. Though. I mean, he's played <laughs> other, he's played other Italians in other movies. Okay, you wouldn't think he wasn't Italian if you see him in this movie. I mean, there are blonde haired Italians, or brown haired Italians in the mob. Yes. Okay. All right. In real life. Okay. I don't know. You need to see one and two at least. <sighs> that's him. He that's looks him. a little Italian esque, right? Right. He got you Thank know the little, somebody curled his hair up a little bit mm. for him and napped it up a little bit. Mm. But other than that, nothing. You got, you got to see this, man. I, I'm I, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. We know you're not. I probably never gonna see. No, you're not gonna watch it because <laughs> that's just you. I'm old. Man. I ain't got time to be sitting watching those trilogy right man, now. No, you gotta watch the trilogy. Just watch one. Stop. If it's not a black exploitation movie or the color purple, Come he's on, not man. watching it. Don't do that, man. I like. So we gonna get to your pick next. Okay. Fine. It's a fantastic <laughs> film. <laughs> <laughs> if it was made before 1982, he watched. That is not true, bro. <laughs> I don't know why y'all doing this to me. Because okay. this movie was made in 1977. <laughs> I was a year old. I had no business watching it. I wasn't watching it as a year old, obviously, but right. even as a small child, I had no business watching this movie, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm sorry, dog. I took a come. We now jumped off your movie so quick. And no, no, we good. The movie stars Richard Pryor, and it's called Which Way Is Up? Richard Pryor plays three different people in this movie, and all three are hilarious. Hilarious. As you can see, the, one of his characters, Reverend Lennox Thomas. <laughs> so, okay, so if you haven't seen the movie, the, the movie is basically about Richard. He's he's an orange picker, okay, the in California. Picker. He picks oranges for a living, okay. So the orange pickers were striking and trying to get basically some. They trying to get a union, right? Okay, and so basically the white folks didn't want them to get no union, okay. So long story short. <laughs> Richard kind of gets called to action to kind of lead the charge, try and get the union started. And the white folks caught wind of it was like, no, that's not going to happen. In the midst of all this, he's he's living a double life at the same time because the white folks kind of sent him away. Well, it was by mistake when he fell out the tree. Yes, he (laughs) fell out the tree by mistake. (laughs) And they thought, here's the man that's just (laughs) going to lead us. We need one man, And he was like, hey, I didn't ask for all this. White folks ran him off. He had to leave his wife, Annie Mae, <clears throat> and his daddy who lived with him. Actually, he played his daddy in the movie. Oh, my God. Hilarious. He had to leave his wife and go and work for the white folks at the at the plant. Mm-hmm. Working at the plant, he bumps in and find, he meets this, another uh, tenderoni that he falls in love with. And that's when he started living his separate life. But he had to keep had going back and, and everything. He had to keep going back and forth between her and Annie Mae 
No, it's just I can't. I can't. You have to. I just get to the whole story. It's a. It's a hilarity. It's a funny, funny movie that's still relevant to the end. Still relevant to this day from the Reverend Thomas Thomas impregnating half the church. Uh, to it's just a funny, funny movie, dog. So which way is up? You ain't seen it. Please check it out. Gotta go see it. If you like me, you'll love it. But (laughs) I mean, it's it's a good movie. Fantastic movie. Um, what's yours, bro? For me. I'm taking it back to 1984. 1984 was a good year. Ghostbusters came out. Mm-hmm. So you know Eddie was supposed to be in Ghostbusters too, by the way? I did not know that. They offered it to him. He turned it down. Well, with that being said. Because he couldn't do that. And I think it was around. They was they was taping around. They was filming the same time he was doing Beverly Hills Cops. He was like, I can't do both. Well, with that being said, you just said it. My movie is uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Fantastic. Um, For me, it, it's Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy ran in the 80s. Hands yep. down, like yeah, this. This this wasn't his first movie. I think I don't know what his first Trading movie. Trading places. Trading no, no, places. No, I mean, uh, forty eight hours was first. Forty eight hours before yeah. Trading Places. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so forty eight now Trading Places showed that Eddie Murphy could lead a cut. You know, could be a, a leading mm. in a in a movie. Beverly Hills Cop to me is what put him. That was his first lead. That was role. his first lead role and one of the best movies that I. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah. Um, from the soundtrack. Pointed Sisters, Patty LaBelle, um, The Heat Is On. Who was that? Uh, Rick Springfield or no, uh, I have no clue. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. The soundtrack is good. Um, you got <clears throat> from Eddie Murphy. Just it's it's an action comedy and the shit's hilarious. Right. Like when he goes to the buffet and he turns into this gay man. Hi, um, I'm here to see Victor Maitland. And Damon Wayans <laughs> was the server. Damon Wayne was the servant in the hotel that gave him the bananas. They gave him the bananas. So the bananas, bananas and tailpipe comes from <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. He walks in the hotel and tells him, uh, yeah, I got a reservation. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, nope, we don't have any reservations here for that name. I'm here to do a story on Michael Jackson. <laughs> and I'm going to write a story. The headline story is going to be Michael Jackson sitting on top of the world as long as he's not sitting on top of the Beverly Palms Motel. Uh, sir, I think we can. We got a room just came available. Uh, how much is it? Our standard of uh, fifteen hundred. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like he pulls up to the hotel and his beat right, up Chevelle. Yeah. So it's just you know the story of this Detroit cops friend gets murdered with in right in front of him. Yeah. And he has to figure out why he got murdered and who did it and who did it. Apparently, the lieutenant that played his lieutenant back in Detroit, I didn't know was a real crooked cop yeah. from what we talked Bruh, about. I'm telling you, he was a re- he was the chief of police in Detroit in real life. And ended up trying to run for mayor and was crooked as hell. He was covering yeah. up for hitmen, for drug dealers, drug and dealers everything. And everything. It was crazy. Damn. I'm going to look, look at it different because he's just fucking hilarious. Is that fucking Foley in here? <laughs> 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 I'm going to oh. grind your ass in the dog meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just have a dog meat ass. Said, I think mean, that was on part two. How you know that was a professional hit? I ain't just come out for the cornfields. <laughs> <laughs> you see, they, ain't, they let your narrow And what's crazy, <laughs> in real life, he knew what a professional hit was. Because <laughs> he was covering them up. And then uh, Bogomon Taggart. I oh, mean, man. Oh, man. He kept getting them in trouble. Bro, when they was in the strip club, he's going ahead and <laughs> yeah. put, put the money in. <laughs> she like, he just... <laughs> Mesmerized when Bogomil when he sent that when they were sitting out on the stakeout outside the hotel, they sent that that, that, shrimp, that shrimp, shrimp sandwich down there to him. <laughs> Bogomil was like, Shit, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, thanks, man. Him and, him and the guy having a real conversation. Uh, the sandwich oh, is man, hit. so nice of him. Thank you. Gotta get some extra mayo. 
Oh man. So for me, Beverly Hills Cop is is and I think a whole sentimental value for me too, because I think that was one of my mom's favorite movies. Yeah. And there's a couple of movies I can remember going to the theater and see. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of come a lot of them was Eddie Murphy, uh, Last Dragon. When I can remember going to see Coming to America, I remember seeing Beverly Hills Cop. So that's it. Good times. Word up. That's gonna do it for what you own. Check them out when you can. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all know what time it is. Time for who you got. And before we start this segment off, I'm going to give because I said I'd do it. Chuck was on fire last week, brother. Was I? Is that is that two weeks in a row that Chuck was on Bro, fire? Yeah, hey, it was two weeks in a row. You was on Amen. fire. You got all your picks right. Hey man, people don't understand. I may look crazy, but I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. It's just tough to go. It's tough to do what you did, and you did it. So I, I mean, give you your props. Hey man, I appreciate. I it. I told you I'd do it. I appreciate it, brother. Because okay, you because right. you kind of you kind of shaded me a little bit. You said it's, 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 it it's was hard. a big surprise that Chuck went I mean, five last, five and one. When we was picking last football season, you really wasn't hitting like that. I wasn't in my right state of mind. Okay, all right, cool. I, I'm I back mean, now. I, I don't even remember up. the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did the Vikings Cardinals. We did the. So what? I went undefeated. Yeah, boy, y'all ain't about to tell picked, me too much. You enough. picked the Titans, the Cardinals, um, and the Bills in the in the NFL that week. And I picked. Did you pick Penn State, Michigan State, and? Who else do we have? It was Auburn and Auburn played some Penn State. No, he, I said Penn State. So oh, it was, okay. It was Penn State. Well, the Auburn played Michigan Penn State. State. That's the game. The one, the, we didn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't Cincinnati. No, it, we had, yes, it, it was Wisconsin. Cincinnati. It was Cincinnati. It was Cincinnati. I did pick Cincinnati. So, yeah, you won. You got all, all, all five. Oh, roll, all six, baby. So, what's um, the, let's, can we talk? Can we discuss our, 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 our overall records? Our, everybody's overall records? Where do so we stand? So, me and Sid are 75. You are eleven and one. Woo! Our guest picks are six and six. Woo! So shout out to you for being eleven and one. Keep got a mountain to climb. I ain't gonna get the crown and the chunk just yet. Okay, we'll I mean, hold off. I mean, Let me see hold if off. I can keep this thing going. Um. Also, to come in next episode, next show, uh, we will we will start picking one HBCU game of the week. Yeah, we're gonna do HBCU game of the week. Show some love to HBCUs. Right. We're gonna do do, do some. Some digging to find find out what you know our schedule is for the next few weeks with HBCUs and pick us some good matchups. We, we won't pick from it, but I'll tell you to uh, watch this week Jackson State. Um, Coach Prime is going to Alabama, going to Huntsville and playing um, Alabama AM. That's gonna um, be a good game. That both are three and one, and that's for pretty much for the lead in the division. For the I don't swing. know the brother's name, but AM has a quarterback. The, the quarterback yeah, he's, gonna gonna, he's gonna play on Sunday. Yeah, he's one that that's one of the people that was talking about like when they said last year, no, no uh HBC guys made the draft, and they're like this year, some he's people gonna, gonna make the draft. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna play on are, Sunday. Are, is it on TV? Yeah, should um, be, yeah. It's, it's probably ESPN two or ESPN U one. It's it's on it is on TV, it's on one it's of the ESPN channels. No, it's three thirty. Won't be able to watch. It. That's a three or three thirty or four thirty game. Something so, like yeah. All right. So <laughs> let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into our NFL picks this week. Uh, starting off one o'clock game, we got excuse me, Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers taking on the surprising three and one Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati at one o'clock. Slow, who you got? Aaron Rodgers with the man bun. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I'm Cincinnati's a- decent, but they in limbo. No, it's no. in it's in uh, Paul Brown. It's in Cincinnati. Yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. 
I'm I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the uh, Packers too as well. I mean, I think after that last game where the Packers kind of turned it on, they started they found their groove and started rolling. So I, I expect them to continue that next week against the Bengals. So I'm taking the Packers. I'm, I was on the fence because you know the Packers have looked up and down like past few weeks, but like you said, they did look good last week. Aaron Rodgers looked like he, you know, what I'm saying, got it going with uh, 17, and I no, think Devonte Adams is the best receiver in the league, hands down, hands down. So I'm gonna pick the Packers too. I don't think I don't. I, I like Joe Burrow and what they're trying to do in Cincinnati. They probably still another couple years off before mm-hmm. they start making any real noise. So, all right, game number two, uh, four or five. We got the Chucks Cleveland Browns versus the up and coming San Diego mm-hmm. Superchargers. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns ain't shit. Four or five p.m. in San Diego. Slow, who you got? Mm. This one of them. Ooh, I'm just like I'm just really liking Justin Herbert. Uh, I liked him last year as a rookie. This year, it looked like he's stepping into his own. They're running the football well with Eckler. Their defense is playing good with the two Florida State boys back there in the second there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna roll with the LA Superchargers. Okay, all right. Um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and agree with you. I'm, I'm gonna go with the Chargers too. Like for all the reasons that you said, because um, <clears throat> they are playing real good ball. Defense is playing good. They're running the ball, and Herbert Herbert is that deal. There's no questions about Justin Herbert. Where are they playing? It's in San Diego. I mean, it's in L.A. It's in L.A. So who you got? If it was in if it was in Cleveland, I give the Browns a slight chance. But it's in L.A. Like I said, that cat Herbert looking real good. And plus, they got the Chargers got DBU in a uh, defensive backfield with uh, Lil Zant and. Uh, the Derwin James. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Chargers. I don't. I don't think they got. I don't okay. think they got nothing for them. Okay. I, I, I did. I, the Browns was like my conspiracy theory pick to go to the Super Bowl. They've been looking like shit. I'm gonna keep it real. I don't I think. Mean, the, I don't not, think the NFL can pull it, that line it, off. It's not. I mean, they. You could. We could see the Browns winning this game. It's not out of the realm. Of yeah, them. it's not out of the realm. Oh no, yeah, they can absolutely win the they game. They can win this game. I um, just don't think. I just don't have a whole lot of faith in what they've been doing. Did y'all see? Uh, Baker Mayfield tried to high step uh Sunday. No, I see after stiff arming somebody. I see him miss I seen him miss Odell wide open on the on the tour. Man. I saw that. I ain't got no faith in the okay. in the Browns, so charges oh. all day. <laughs> all right, moving on to the NCAA. First game up this week is a 12 o'clock game on Fox. Number six, Oklahoma versus number 21, Texas. Mm. Slow who you got. Uh oof. Tough one, yeah, because like I said earlier, it's gonna be 70 to 69. Uh, Oklahoma's been having Texas number. I'm gonna go with the the not so handsome young quarterback, Spencer Rattler. <laughs> as, as my mama say, that boy looks peculiar, <laughs> he really does. But anyway, um, I guess this is where I deviate. I just I got a feeling Texas is gonna come to play. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go with Texas. Oklahoma hasn't looked too good, no, they haven't. Um, and honestly, and, I haven't seen Texas. That's why I picked Oklahoma. Ideas. Texas is playing okay. I mean, Sarkeesian's he's got them. He 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 seems to have them. They're three and one, so they're not. You know, they're they're not too bad. Or they only got one loss. So we'll we'll see what they can do. But I just think Oklahoma, after all that hype of returning all those players this mm-hmm. year, not looking too good. And knowing my luck, this would be a coming out party. And Spencer Rattler <laughs> throw for like four hundred yards and four touchdowns and no interceptions. I'm with you though, B. I'm, I'm I like Texas. Cause I feel like Oklahoma hasn't really played nobody to 
hit them in the mouth yet, and I think Texas will. And I'm I'm giving Texas the slight edge uh, because I did not know this, but Steve Sarkeesian is married to a black woman. That's what? Set, and mm. she is setting his money on fire because every every Saturday, the Texas Longhorn Twitter account posts a picture of her and what she's wearing. I think this hmm. is. I was totally shocked. My brother brought it to my attention on Twitter, and, and then my Steve wife has caught one out the club. My wife has been following it ever since. But Steve yes, Sarkeesian. Steve Sarkeesian is man. He ain't married to just any old black woman now. She's blacker than me. Claude, we need to see the picture. She's chocolate, oh, Claude. If you can find, nice you can find the photo, Claude. Put it up on the screen. So I'm giving Sarkeesian the edge because. Hey, I changed my pick. Sarkeesian is now eating. Now you want to go attack? He's eating. No, <laughs> he's eating white beans and so, cornbread. So Sarkeesian is getting the dirt so, treatment. So, he coming to the game with a, a plate wrapped in foil. Yes, so just, like, just like Dirk, <laughs> just like Dirk, just like Dirk and his old lady is showing up with a new bag every every Saturday, wow. a new outfit every Saturday, and posed up for the Longhorn Twitter account to get up a flick in. So Saturday. you changing your pick? Because no, 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 I'm going with that. This. Ain't her Claude. That's that's, a, that's his ex-wife. Oh, he got rid of her. Oh, that's what the picture I saw. Oh. Nobody. She ain't there no more. He didn't. She's gone. That's the he had two black chicks back to back. Steve was drinking Hennessy. Man, go on the Texas Longhorns Twitter feed. I guarantee you, you'll find Look. a flick of her because they 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 post her up every Saturday. Look. She's in that in the end zone like Lori and L'Oreal. Why do you keep showing pictures? Steve, of Steve got that, got that, uh, got that Bruce Arian swag. What you say? You know Bruce because when you hear Bruce talk, well, you know Bruce don't touch the cup. You know Bruce grew up uh, in with with us. He used to babysit Tiki and Ronnie Barber yeah, when they yeah. was just. Oh, right. Yeah, that's your and that, and and trust me, okay. that fit does her no justice for what she come shows up with on Saturday. That's okay. just a throwaway Gucci bag that she got on. Throwaway. Then probably some. Then probably some now, red bottoms that she walking on the concrete in. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. She okay. She said she sets it out for him every Saturday, baby. Calm down. That's so she do drinking. I mean, she she she's a nice looking woman. He left the he left the one where he was getting drunk all the time for her. For her, yeah. Going back to she's just gonna run this man's crazy. crazy. Yeah, like go like the other one. Um, anyway, but I'm picking Texas because I think that it hit Oklahoma in the mouth, and because she's gonna make him a fire plate. Uh, the Friday before, man, that that woman don't cook shit. Damn, so don't. It doesn't matter. She will hire another black. Oh, woman I was gonna say she gonna have she because Steve don't know how to eat. You notice what she said? You don't know what good food is. Anyway, what the fuck is a parsnip? <laughs> right. <laughs> Me no damn parsnip. Lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on to the next pick. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> <Lord>, have mercy. <laughs> Somebody get us back on topic, please. Hey, what he said, uh, going on, watch up now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we can we watch said, uh, <laughs> Leonard Washington. Just so you know, <laughs> Todd, just so you know, his ass will be back. <laughs> <laughs> Run on, do your thing, girl. <laughs> All right, man, let's get going back on the bath. Come back down and watch some Martin Lawrence. <laughs> I find out you've been going to a shit on kitchen. All right, game number two. That was that was the second one, wasn't it? No, that was the first. One. Oh my bad. Uh, game number two, three thirty. Um, we got number three, Georgia versus number eighteen, Auburn. Mm, in Auburn, what are we even talking about? Uh, is it? I mean, you okay? 
Until Georgia proves me wrong, I'm picking them. You rolling with Georgia? I'm rolling with Georgia. Is JT Daniels playing? It don't. I don't think yes, he's do. No, I don't. I don't think he's back. I don't know if he's back or not. I think I don't know if the, I don't know if the boy. He was looking a little shaky. They had him warming up before the game to yeah, see if he could yeah, go, yeah. and he was wincing as he was throwing. So I don't know. So it might. They it might, might be, be with with Stetson. Yeah, Bennett the fourth. Right. I heard um, that name. I was like Stetson Bennett the fourth. You got old Cotton money. Yes, mm-hmm. and he has a brother who plays baseball. Oh, uh, his his brother's name is Knox. K N O X. He played. My son played with him a few times. But yeah, his name is Knox wow. Bennett. Yeah, they, they this is Knox Bennett. Knox yeah, Bennett of the man. Nashville Bennett's <laughs> South Georgia Bennett's. <laughs> so who you got, man? Ooh, the Bennett fortune of this South Georgia. This game is going to be close, but Georgia will that. pull it out. Uh, I. I Chuck don't have any confidence in Auburn, but these rivalry games, Auburn's going to be up for this. They're going to be in that loud-ass stadium. Bo Nix is trash. He he is, but, you know, they get up for these games. But Georgia's still going to pull it out. They'll cause a turnover, um, pull it out. Dak has called me every week for the past three weeks to ask me why is Bo Nix still at Auburn. He feel like Bo Nix done been there for 10 years. I'm like, bro, he's just a a truce. Junior, like this is yeah. only his third year. Only third year, and last year didn't count. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, People look at look at it. Bo Nix shaking my head. He hates. <laughs> uh, he literally called me every day, every week for the last few weeks. Why is Bo Nix still out? Your boyfriend that was at LSU didn't look too bad. Brad Johnson, he didn't. Son? No, uh, no, he's talking about kid. Finley from. Oh, he transferred from LSU yeah. last year. Now he's he's Bo Nix back. He looks like eight feet tall though. He looks like imagine like if uh, like if uh, what was the old boy that used to play at uh LSU. Jamarcus, imagine if Jamarcus Russell had a sloppy looking son. That's kind of like what the gym. man. So I'm gonna. <laughs> That's kind of what he looked like. Um, I'm going with Georgia too. Um, I think this might be Georgia's year. I, I don't think they really run into a test until they get to uh, Florida. So, Florida. so I'm gonna go with Georgia. All right. So game number three, um, probably the biggest game of this weekend is number four Penn State versus number three Iowa. It's a four o'clock game in Iowa. It's a tough one. For me, anyway. Slow, who you got? Going with the fake Pittsburgh Steelers. You going with Iowa? Yeah. Okay. For me, I, I, Penn State's playing great defense. They are, and the offense is not turning over, and they doing they doing enough to keep to keep keep them ahead of the chain. So I'm going with Penn State. It's the toss up. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a pick Iowa just because they're at home. Yeah, because I feel they like wave, anybody can win the when game. they wave at them little home them them kids at the hospital. Oh man, you can't it. you can't lose. <laughs> When you pause the game to wave at kids in the children's hospital, that's watching the game that's, from the window. If it would have been Happy Valley, I would have went with Penn State. But when they wave at them yeah. children, they get – I'm only picking out because they're at home. <laughs> yeah. No other Dude, reason. That's it. That's no it. other reason. All right. It's a night game, right? Four o'clock. Four o'clock. Yeah. What is the big night game? It's not it's a, big It's not big enough. Oh, okay. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it's – I think it's like an ESPN game at like 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. ABC game and all, I think Alabama's playing at night. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't as big as it. Right. These three games we picked from are the biggest games of the weekend. Okay, cool. All I right. When all of them at three thirty, because I be, because you know I'm paying. Well, they gotta watch. I mean, I gotta watch them. Depends on how I go. Yeah. Maybe like uh, you know what? I say that shit every week. Shockingly, I, I've watched, I watched sat, the whole game. Sat, shockingly, I've sat through all games so far this year. Even because last haven't. year was the first time ever I said that I turned the game off. Before it was over, I'm gonna try to see if I can sit through all of them this year. But I, if we get in the breaks beat off against North Carolina, I'm not watching that shit. I sit through all of them. 
All right, that's gonna do it for who you got. Cool. All right, as you know, we always end our show off with "Who's That Lady?" This week, and "Who's That Lady?" We are gonna honor a young woman who is the executive director of the National Basketball Players Association, and her name is Michelle Roberts. Michelle Roberts was born in 1956. And she grew up in a housing project in the South Bronx. She's the first woman to hold the position of uh, NBA uh, National Basketball Players Association executive director and the first woman in, to head a major sports, professional sports union in North America. Previously, she, previously she was an attorney. Um, like I said, she grew up in the South Bronx. She attended the master's school in a school in uh, which is a school in Dobbs Ferry, New York. She earned her B.A. at Wesleyan University in 77. And her JD from the University of California Berkeley School of Law. She began her career in 1980 at a, as a public defender for D in the District of Columbia. <clears throat> she served in that role for eight years, rising to chief of trial division. She was mentored by attorney Charles Ogletree. She built her reputation as a trial lawyer. She worked for uh, the Aiken Gump from 2004 to 2011. In 2011, she was hired by skaden arp slate murder and flom and their uh uh law firm she was named the executive director of national basketball players association in july 2014 she succeeded billy hunter by receiving 32 of 36 votes in 2014 she was named one of espnw's impact 25 she's currently also an adjunct faculty member at howard law school harvard law school i'm sorry and a fellow of the american college of trial lawyers the Washingtonian once referred to her as the finest pure trial lawyer in Washington. Mm. She is set, slated to retire uh, from the MBPA executive director in the summer of next year. So we want to give her her flowers before she goes and hangs it up. Michelle Roberts, we salute you from the OG Sports Show. We appreciate the trail that you have blazed for young ladies uh, throughout the country and being a, a star representative for black women everywhere that's dope yeah, man. peace to miss roberts shows awesome. that you don't have to have to be an athlete as a woman to make it in sports you can absolutely there's not. other avenues and other ways you can go yep, so. she, she, she she uh parlayed her career as a fantastic trial lawyer into representing the national basketball players association yeah, i think so last awesome. year when it came out they was um like when you said 32 or 36 voted for her mm -hmm. I guess that's why when you think about that story that came out last year when they was having the meetings, I don't know if it was like the COVID to go over the COVID protocol to agree to it. Yeah. Somebody, I think it was Kyrie or somebody was giving her pushback and they checked them mm -hmm. real quick. Like Chris Paul said, like, no, we're not doing this. Yeah. I watched her um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know if y'all have ever seen, you know, Bob Costa's got a show on HBO now. I've seen a couple on of the record yeah. with they had, he had her and uh, uh, Demaris uh, Smith. Smith on there mm. <clears throat> talking about Monty Jones. And yeah, she don't play the radio to you right now. Even Demar Smith said that she used to whoop him back when they was, he was a lawyer oh, also. Lawyer, yeah. He said that she used to take him to school. Oh, he was a DC lawyer too, wasn't he? Yeah. And he said that they've, they've gone, they've, they've gone against each other a few trials and she's taking him to school each time he said. So yeah, she don't play the radio now. That's what but I love her. We want to, like I said, salute to her once again. Uh, shout out to the OG sports show. Uh, we love you, Miss Roberts and appreciate everything that you do. Word up. All right. So that's it, fellas. Another yeah. live show in the books. In the books. I, I do want to say too to our loyal listeners, thank you for tuning in each each show. Absolutely. Um, we are going to commit to you guys to being more consistent with putting our shows out. Um, 
twice a month. That's what we're committing to. Absolutely. Um, and we're going to stick to it. So um, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for just joining in and joining the conversation. Really appreciate it. Man. For sure. We appreciate everybody who sent in questions this week. Continue to do so. We'll be back in hopefully in two weeks to get y'all back at it again. Send more questions in. We're going to have Ask a OG as a permanent segment on the show as long as we get the questions uh, fielded. So we look forward to that. So we appreciate y'all joining us once again. Y'all be easy. Be safe. Peace out. Okay.